Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Youthcast. Today we're joined by Radha Osan, another student from our school. And uh, do you want to introduce yourself further, Radha? Uh, hi, I'm Radha, and um, I go by they them pronouns. And I'm excited to be here on this podcast. We're happy to have you. Um, so, as Radha said, uh, you, I mean, you probably guessed it by the title, but. to uh, put further emphasis on it today we'll be talking about um not the lgbtqia community in uh, as as a whole but de- delving a little bit further into the concept of gender and having somebody on who is uh, referring to themselves as other pronouns we i think we'll get some insight as to um i, I inside I'd, i'd call it insider insight because since it's some, something that most people do not uh, you know we, we haven't experienced it society society is in it's quite a, it's, it's quite a new concept for a lot of people so i feel like this podcast will be uh, a good insight and slightly educationally if i may say so uh, regarding that topic so without further ado um so just like the first question off the bat is what made you decide to go by zay/them pronouns what prompted uh, it um when did you like come to the final decision that this is what i'm going to go through was there an evolution of thought any of that stuff So initially I didn't know about neo pronouns I just thought that there was she him and they pronouns so initially I went by they them pronouns because they were gender neutral but it didn't really sit totally comfortably with me and um like I didn't feel comfortable using them and it, it just didn't feel right with me so then I started doing more research and then I came over neo pronouns and then i decided okay they seems right for me so i'm going to go by they them pronouns so i can use either they uh, or them pronouns okay so just for someone that's not too familiar with the concept of neo pronouns how do how are neo pronouns different from someone that identifies with they/them so uh neo pronouns are like gender neutral pronouns that some people who are like transgender uh non binary or gender non conforming use instead of the typical binary pronouns um they've been around for like 200 years and i think a lot of people who don't use she and him pronouns and use the them pronouns um sorry uh, sorry i stopped um yeah, who don't want to use they they them pronouns they because they they them pronouns is often confused with the plural they them so they go by new pronouns right um, okay. so one of my first questions was before we dive into um, like specifically new pronouns is when one chooses to be gender non conforming in the sense that they don't want to go by she or him hmm. what's the sort of thought process behind it because the re- and the reason i ask this question is because when the entire concept of gender being a spectrum and not rather two categories came up a, a question that i had was that how do you differentiate between like like what's the difference between a man who has feminine attributes let's say he's interested in stuff that females would be considered to be interested in or stuff like that and th- to being one a female that's one question and two how does he decide that he or she or they decide that okay i am not going to fit in these categories like what are the three different routes from there so i think a lot of people don't know is that 
sex is different from gender so sex is basically the private parts you were born with and your gender is like it's in your head like it's how you feel how you identify so like a cisgender male would be one who has male genitalia and like their gender is male as well so they would be identifying as cisgender if um that same man was had female genitalia but still identified as male uh, he would be known as a trans man so i think it's a really long process because of like the most people aren't aware on these topics like i myself didn't know that there was any other gender identity rather than cis or trans so it was kind of a long process and i feel like if more people talk about it then it would be a lot easier so um so how, so, so my question rather was that like let's say let's say, okay, and it can be both ways it can be a man with sorry it can be a woman with masculine attributes and it, i think the argument works both ways the question is like do you think I mean again this is obviously a question and to ask you cuz I don't think it sort of needs a personal perspective to it is why did you feel the need to call like call yourself something else because like be, because essentially what you're saying okay there are people have attributes Well I think what Yajit is trying to I think what Yajit is trying to ask is how do you make the distinguishing distinguishing like uh, what makes you distinguish between a male who likes doing things that stereotypically a female would like doing and being a female itself like identifying as a female itself and why would they want to, to call or make people or tell people to call themselves something else like i feel uh, like cuz i feel like they're two separate things yeah like for the longest time i thought i was just like casual tomboy but then uh, in my life i had like this seven month period where i thought i was a guy like in my head i was a guy but uh, then i was like oh shit am i trans and then i started doing research and i genuinely thought that i was a trans man and that i was going to do the whole transition but then when i like looked back in time basically it was like okay no like there were few days where i was a girl and there was a few days i was both so like being gender fluid it was really confusing because like some days i'm a guy some days i'm a girl sometimes i'm both sometimes i'm neither so it was a confusing process but like eventually when i thought i was a trans man i did a lot of research into gender identities and then i came across gender fluidity and i was like oh my god yeah that's me so that was basically i hope you don't mind if we delve into this little bit i mean it's perfectly fine if you say no yeah um but i want to know what you mean by saying i felt like i was a boy or i felt like i was a girl so like it's confusing to me till date but like in my head i pictured myself as a guy like i thought as a guy my behavior was like a guy and like just generally i thought that i was a dude but when i looked in the mirror or um yeah when i looked at the mirror and i saw myself as a female i was like oh my god i'm not like i'm in the wrong body so um it it's really a confusing thing but like 
everyone used to tell me that why don't you wear dresses radha or you look so pretty in skirts i was like i do not want to wear them because it's like again stereotypically female uh so i think it's it's a really confusing thing to go into okay i i i perfectly understand um so but like okay coming back i think i'll touch upon this last time and we can move on to another question but just one thing i wanted to uh, sort of get over is so there's one thing is like i like okay i don't i don't want to make this frivolous and say like okay i like to knit or is that a female thing but let's just say on on like i i just want to understand how do you go from personally feeling something to like is it a form of validation that you look for when you say that other people will call me this so i am that like i understand i understand how do you go from such a personal experience to being addressed as that like does that help is that uh, so um, what people who are trans or non binary go through um like not all of them of course but a couple of them go through uh like this feeling called gender dysphoria so it's like this stress and discomfort when like for example a trans man would have about uh not having an adam's apple or having curves so and there are different types of dysphoria so i think that for me i chose to go by different pronouns and to dress uh in a certain way just so that i don't feel gender dysphoria okay yeah i think that definitely makes sense so i think we're going to move on to like neo pronouns and exactly what they are now um because obviously it gets confusing when you use they slash them pronouns just because of how commonly they're used as third person like collective pronouns right um so when you're talking about neo pronouns um obviously the more common ones are like they slash sir and other such ones um but what exactly can be a neo pronoun so if today i decide that i want to start identifying as a b slash blow is that valid should that people still call me that um and this is not just a rather this is open for any of you guys so what are your views on like new pronouns as a whole and what can constitute as a new pronoun and just to sort of add on to swam's question is there like a certain significance to each of the different new pronouns or do they just mean the same thing like are each of them different or are they basically uh, a person who chooses new pronouns uh like a specific one would have to go behind the culture the history the origin and most importantly what sits right with them okay that makes sense no i, I think i think what swam's question was rather pertaining to is that see there okay so on one side you have people who genuinely experience uh from what i can understand it's like a clash of identities like you really don't know who you are so to speak right because you don't fit into yeah. the categories that people generally fit into so that's that and obviously you want something that can fit your identity and as you said you can find things that can associate to that on the other hand you have people who will i mean take the piss out of it i mean it's just there are people who do that like Yeah. There's a there's a case in which a professor sent out a form asking for people's pronouns, and somebody just wrote something like His Majesty, and then it's just like, basically the point is, till where do you like where do you draw the line? Like I I don't know how else to put it, right? Because it's like you you want to help the people that genuinely face an issue uh, with deciding who they are, but then there are people who will obviously misuse that and try to troll, so to speak. so it's like isn't that sort of a gray area 
like i feel that um a lot of my cisgender friends uh do like tell um the the world their pronouns like for example um i have this female friend but she chooses to put her pronouns in her bio as she her so a lot of people will ask her like why are you saying that like we like no already it's like it helps to normalize it and i feel like people who do like make fun of people using other pronouns rather than the binary pronouns are just people who aren't educated enough on the topic of gender identity so if they like read up a bit then they'll understand and there's no like way to like actually explain dysphoria than to experience it so i feel like people should be understanding of what a person who isn't cisgender is going through um so just speaking about that you talked about like how people need to be understanding and obviously us as like young people we do our best to be understanding of it but sometimes i would imagine older people and this might not even be their fault but rather just the conditioning and everything the times that they grew up in especially like even teachers i'm sure you have to interact with teachers so if a teacher calls you she/her or uses those kind of pronouns for her so like how do you feel about that do you think you can do anything about that if a teacher is calling you or by the wrong pronouns or what's the scene with that stuff so like all i can say is that um oh ma'am i'm sorry i um you misgendered me but my pronouns are they them so like there are two scenarios in which that situation can go through that she'll be like oh yeah so sorry i um like i slipped um on the pronouns or something like that or the uh, she can go like what no your pronouns are she her so that's obviously the homophobic way of going about it but like the correct way to act if someone says that oh no sorry my pronouns are they them or something different you'd be like oh okay sorry and then like go back and repeat the sentence with the correct pronouns so this is open to all of you guys do you think there's a difference between homophobia and just not being aware or not having been brought up on those times because when i think about it like if my grandfather was to hear someone and this is not my grandfather as to say as in like a old man in his 80s was to hear someone calling themselves they slash them they probably wouldn't be as receptive to it as i am or as any of my friends are right obviously um yeah. and i wouldn't particularly blame them because that's just not how they grew up right um so do you think there's a difference between just not being aware or not being brought up on those times and genuine homophobia yeah, yeah. definitely but I, i mean there's i think i think there's okay so okay i agree okay you know tamadhi can go i can go on go on i'm pretty okay, sure we're going to say my this. only thing was one i think obviously homophobia is quite a strong word um i i don't think the teacher hates you I mean, that's just my general <laughs> thought but uh yeah. zeroing more into it it sort of brings up the question okay first of all these people that generally don't like the misgender people or even on purpose they don't always fall in the demographic of 80 year old although a large percent of them would probably do this and you have people even our age for that matter that might do this that are educated on it and i think that there's into a separate discussion about is it 
like is it should it be their responsibility is it just a nice thing to do like that's a sort of more different argument to go into but yeah i feel like homophobia is slightly a strong word where it's i, I don't know it could go both ways uh, and it's it's sort of a it's sort of a hard concept to grasp for some people like for example yeah. radha told us about how uh, going through the process herself uh sorry themselves uh they 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 found it really confusing and at at some points that they didn't really know what was going on so imagine someone who hasn't gone through that experience themselves they 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 don't know anything about whatever the other person is going through and i'm pretty sure they're not intentionally doing it to harm them they just don't understand what the gravity of those pronouns is Yeah. Yeah, I which, feel which, like which is I think what we're trying to do with this podcast as well. It's like yeah. even we as you can clearly see are not like as um I wouldn't say receptive because we want to be receptive, but probably just not as used to or educated on the topic. So yeah. It's definitely a newer concept and it's it's hard to get used to but like eventually we'll have to because that's the way the world's moving. Yeah. I feel like just generally people should have like a basic knowledge about this and it should be normalized so like um one of my friends was like talking um uh, to this other guy and um he was like um does she identify as a trans man or uh, something like that and she said like she gave him like a brief exp- explanation of like what gender identities are and i feel that as a a gender fluid person i need to have um like a brief explanation always ready for anyone who doesn't know so i feel like if more people like do talk about it and it becomes a general discussion like this um i guess this like lack of awareness on the topic of gender identities can reduce you yeah for sure like like when like so i know it's sort of counterintuitive to hear so i'll just give a disclaimer before that but do you think there should be an emphasis on pronouns as much like like because the and the reason i say this is because coming back to my initial question about if somebody feels a certain way uh, are they should they be asking or how should they go about it asking other people to sort of um I wouldn't say adjust to that, but it, you know, like sort of understand. Essentially, it's like an internal understanding that you have. So, like, I don't know how we could move out of it, but do you think there should be like that much emphasis on, like, is it is the eventual goal lack of emphasis on gender? Can you rephrase the question? Because okay. I, I think he's basically gender. asking: Do you think gender is important? Does gender actually yeah. play a role in society? Well, I think, uh, yeah, like if you reference, uh, if you're referring to the person, like you should have the correct um, pronouns and, um, like, you should be like, how do I like explain this? Um, if you're talking about a trans man, um, and like most people know him as, uh, let's say, Prisha. so then and uh, he changed his name to samarth so then you would nice. uh, if you're talking about the person then you wouldn't go that oh you know prisha came out as a trans man you would go samarth came out as a trans man so i guess it's just about referring to the person correctly 
I think that's a brilliant example. Anyways, um, <laughs> I, what I what I sort of meant was um, like. It, like uh, what exactly okay so when you say somebody should okay it doesn't work in the current system that we have because i'm not saying remove the use of pronouns that's obviously a very hard and sort of inefficient thing to do because they, there's a reason they exist but what i'm talking about is like as a concept when you let's say you want to introduce yourself to somebody and somehow the conversation comes up and then as you said you need to have like a set ready which is like here yeah, this is, yeah, is my identity this is what it means do you think if the world would be better off in case we just generally don't address it as much uh, yeah, i don't know because like i've been on youtube like i've been seeing youtube videos about how we should go uh, around this topic and like for example my sister she goes to uh, emily car which is in canada and they're pretty aware on the subject so when they had like the first class meeting and like introduction they were like okay hi my name is shaila i go by she her pronouns so i feel like it should just generally become something that's like in an in introduction if you're like okay hi um i'm uh i'm david and i go by they them pronouns so it's just like generally uh like an introduction uh to whoever the person is That makes sense. So, like, obviously, there's a lot of emphasis on being an ally, right? And like, trying to support the community in every way possible. But then, um, sometimes when I'm trying to be an ally, I face a dilemma because obviously, when you say the LGBTQ community, it's a very blanket term, right? And yeah. within the community, there's so many like ideological differences because you have people like J.K. Rowling who are very supportive of lesbian, gay, bi rights. At the same time, have said things which could be can have been considered by many to be transphobic, right? um so yeah. you have people like her and then you have other opposing viewpoints so when you're trying to be an ally so to say as a like as a cis het male if i'm trying to be an ally what's the correct way to do it considering the fragmentations within the lgbtq community see it's like it's a great uh, question but it's a very difficult thing to go about because like i know like i know a person who uh like is a lesbian but is transphobic so i guess like if you are um being an ally towards lgbtq plus community you should educate yourself on both the different sexualities and different gender identities so like like jk rowling like doesn't believe that they that trans men exist or like how wrong it is and i don't know too much about her except like i've read a couple of her tweets and like one of them said that uh i'm sure there used to be like a term um for people who menstruate and she gave like words that sound like women but not exactly the direct word so she doesn't understand the fact that sex and gender gender is like are different so like they are trans men who do menstruate and it, it shouldn't be something that's considered abnormal and i just feel that for anyone to be an ally who doesn't belong in the lgbtq plus community or is in the lgbtq plus community and like isn't totally aware they should understand uh gender and uh sexualities uh and like should just like have an open mind to it so like 
if they do like mess up something they should be like oh okay sorry and someone would educate them so then they they should keep an open mind like i know a couple of guys from our grade who are like no if you are born with a penis then you identify as male like no like that's not how it works so i guess just reading up simply on gender and sexualities will benefit so coming to coming to swain's point about being an ally have you ever experienced because what generally tends to happen is uh there there's a community and it's normally a minority and it may be anybody it may be black people or the lgbt community and there there's obviously those people obviously care about their rights that goes without saying and then the people or allies that might outrage on something that transphobic um that's racist or something and you'll see that on pretty much any social forum or even in terms of protests so have you ever experienced like there's something which is particularly or not transphobic but it's sort of like a like people who are not trans have um have like a view on it and they sort of i don't know categorize that community that they also should feel this yeah definitely like uh, i know a lot of people who think that like oh okay you're a trans man then like why are you why do you like the color pink so like it's really weird because like if a guy is trans then he should be able to wear skirts and basically break gender roles because i think that they're pretty harmful in some ways so uh like harry styles for instance a lot of people are just calling him gay because of the fact that he wears dresses like that is obviously not correct so yeah i feel like definitely there's some um, like hate towards people who don't fit like the stereotypes you also not think that it's because i i i again when the harry styles things happened i also sort of passing internet sound working oh it's working now okay uh when the harry styles uh, thing sort of happened it's like don't you think it's just our sort of i don't know human nature so to speak to uh like categorize stuff and box it in you know when you see something you immediately judge them and go they do this so they're that or something like that mm-hmm. so i'm like at what point can you can you can you stop this right because it's like the entire point of gender is that it's it's like the 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 conventional form of gender was that it's it's binary right you have two types and that's pretty much what when you talk about fluid gender do you also think the friction to sort of transition it into society has been much greater because it sort of messes up with how we i mean there's the technical aspect of it which is like when you have stuff like bathrooms and all of that and we might touch upon that but it's like even when you think about it in terms of as a concept do you think it's also hard because we generally don't think things are fluid things are either this or that yeah i feel like like anything that's related to the lgbtq plus com- community will be a slow process but it has to be a process like you can't just stop so like we although people do categorize uh, things as either male or female we should be open to the fact that a person who is female can be um a tomboy like a stereotypical tomboy and likes to wear dresses so we shouldn't like be like okay if you're a girl then you will play with barbies and uh, you like the color pink 
and if you're male you'll play with um cars and like the color blue like it should be a neutral thing you also think people are often quick to judge whether somebody is transphobic or homophobic or anything of that sort because even that's a box right yeah i feel like there are some people who are kind of aggressive in their approach and i feel like they should like essentially like calm down a little because like i got into a debate with someone else the other day but i i won't discriminate like what is wrong with you you're so transphobic you're an idiot like if i say that it won't change anything like that person will still remain transphobic so you just have to like although it may like trigger you you have to be calm and approach them in a really like okay it's okay if you don't understand but this is how it goes and blah 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 you just need to be nice about the approach but if a person is like yeah i think both sides can be have a reasonable and have a nice discussion i think that yeah. can help everybody yeah and if you are dealing with someone who is homophobic then you have to like see it as like not just like oh my god hate the person like you need to educate them because like they don't know they haven't grown up in a society where these things are normal they aren't aware on these subjects so i feel like people need to emphasize like educating homophobic people on matters relating to L- the lgbtq plus community yeah i think i think there's like a spectrum when you look at it so like at one end of the spectrum you have people no matter how much education no matter how them they're internally they're homophobic and nothing is going to change their mind right and this is true yeah. about some other issues like abortion and stuff as well where conversation usually just doesn't help um like there's just a bunch of fighting but i think what happens is if you're disrespectful when you go around educating people what happens is this the majority of the people towards the middle or leaning towards the middle who are currently you could call them homophobic but they're still open to other views and perspectives what happens is that like you perhaps you drive them away you push them towards more of that extremist side of it when you scream at them or when you don't give yeah. value to their opinion like you can't speak about us or say things like that so i i guess so yeah Yeah, and like Radha said, you're gonna, you're only gonna benefit from educating them. You're not gonna get anything out of just labeling them as a transphobic and just shunning them away from the rest of society. And just to sort of move back towards the start of the discussion, Radha, you spoke about how there is a there is a distinction between sex and gender, and how sex is more linked to the anatomy, and gender is more of how you feel and or uh, sort of the societal construct of what gender is, male and female. Uh, so, uh. do you think now that gender is a term that's constantly evolving do you do you think there is a certain need for it to be defined or or it or for it to have some boundaries in a way uh yeah definitely like i've like read up on some people who are like uh like piers morgan for instance he's like um oh you know everyone's like um changing their gender these days so i'm going to identify as a two-spirited penguin or something like <laughs> it doesn't work that way like um and i feel like we shouldn't have to label everything like when i thought i was his gender i was like okay i'm feeling a little uncomfortable but the moment i put a label on it is when i start to get like internally homophobic i was like no i can't think this way like i will be discriminated against and i should just pretend to be cis so 
I feel like we shouldn't label everything and yeah boundaries need to be drawn yeah i i think i this sort of comes back to the entire dilemma of gender is fluid and we sort of going to get rid of labels but labels are so far in like sort of intertwined with the social fabric that stuff like pronouns stuff like most things are there are two lines for men's and females and male and females and there's two two bathrooms for them and it's like all of this stuff sort of it, it obviously is an hint and that's why that's the sort of physical aspect of it but i think from this conversation we've gathered a lot um regarding what it what it feels like and how somebody who hasn't gone through it can try to put themselves in their shoes or even for that matter realize that it's a hard process that you just you can just be nice to somebody like it's it's not that deep yeah. um yeah you guys have anything yeah i mean i'm pretty sure swam yajit and i have all learned something here and i'm sure everyone listening must have as well so thank you for coming on taking the time out and being yeah, here with us thank you for having me and if there's anything else you want to say or, or add on you have the floor Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> okay. So I think we can wrap up here, I guess.